that time, the Sports Talker, presented by Allen Electric. Here's T.J. Walker. We're live here at Oxford Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram for a Friday edition of the Sports Soccer here on 1450. The Sports Buzz is absolutely a beautiful day out here. We are inside, although it's kind of hard to tell that you're inside because there's so many cars in here in the lobby, uh, not nearly as many as there are outside. But, uh, I mean, if you are looking to buy an automobile, this has to be the place to do it with the selection that they have. So we're, we're live here, and I'll kind of paint the scene for you. Like I mentioned, a lot of cars, a lot of Jeeps, a few Dodges, a few Rams. Uh, it, there's Salsaritas behind me, which is catering for the fine people that work here, and they are excited about that. Uh, and, and I had already eaten lunch. I, if I had known that there were so, going to be Salsaritas behind me, I probably wouldn't be doing this show right now because I'd be digging in there. Uh, but it is – everybody seems happy. It's Friday, and, and they have no reason not to be. And there's plenty to talk about on today's show. So you can call into the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line at 502-384-1450. Or you can tweet in the show at T Walker Rivals. Want to hear what's going on? What's your weekend plans? My last show for a little while as I head on to vacation for next week. First vacation in a long time for me. Uh, but we'll we'll put that we'll put that on the uh, to side. Uh, that's okay. Uh, we've got a little time to do that. We've got an hour and thirty minutes before I'm officially on vacation, and I look forward to doing this show. Trevor, how are you? You are not here with me. You're back in the studio holding down the fort. Uh, what's going on in, in Trevor Land today? Very quiet in the studio today. I'm uh, flying solo in here, but uh, it's very peaceful in the air conditioning. I'm a little jealous I don't get a little salsaritas and get to hang out and look at some cars that uh, I would possibly love to uh, purchase when I get my new one here shortly. You're getting a you're getting a new car. I plan on getting one by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, if you're in the if you're in the market, you should definitely come out here. Uh, kind of making me jealous. I don't really even need a new car, but I would consider getting one. You just uh, bought a while. new house, TJ. Come on, man. You don't. You can't. Don't. Don't. Don't make it rain in our faces all to, uh, completely. Yeah, uh, that's. I don't know if that's making it rain necessarily. I'm just saying. Uh, the, the, and they've got like new Jeeps. This, these aren't the Jeeps of old, Trevor. The Jeeps that are out here. They they almost look futuristic and nice and. Uh, all that good stuff. But anyways, we can talk more about cars later in the show. A lot going on in the sports world today. I guess let's, well, first, before we dig into the sports world, it wouldn't be the sports soccer if we didn't talk about things that didn't relate to sports. Uh, it's Office Friday, correct, Trevor? That is correct. You heard the open, and we've got some uh, all the office bumpers bringing us back. I'm excited about that. Uh, it didn't have an office Friday last week, but easily my, my, my favorite day of the week. And it's Factor Fiction Friday. We're going to get a double dose of Factor Fiction. So we'll play that in the uh, at the top of the hour the five in the 5 o'clock segment. Everybody loves a little Factor Fiction, right, Trevor? That is a fact. That's a fact. No fiction there. Uh, it is also a fact that UK announced today after waiting over a month. I, I don't know what the delay was. Tony Barbie will officially slide into Barry Rorson's slices role as the new UK assistant. They made it again. Everybody knew this was coming. The only thing that made people wonder is what was taking so long with this situation. Uh, but as we found out today, 
Tony Barbie, the former Auburn coach, also an assistant with John Calipari at Memphis and a former player for John Calipari at UMass, will now be on Kentucky's staff officially. He was on their staff last year, but he couldn't couldn't technically recruit for Kentucky. Now he can get out on the road, wear a UK polo, represent Kentucky. Uh, but a long delay. Do you make anything of that, Trevor? Do you think UK was maybe window shopping for some other guys and it turned out they couldn't get them and, and ultimately just decided to settle with Barbie? Um, I don't think it's that much. I think it's probably something to do contractual that we don't know about, something to probably be due with the times and dates lined up with him signing his contract, I would probably willing to bet. It doesn't make all that much sense with me. I did I did throw a bone out there to see if Tony Barbie wanted to get on the radio show today. And as you can probably imagine, the answer to that was no, he's out of the office for the holiday weekend. It's not even five o'clock on Friday yet. Come on, Tony. Don't 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 be you just got the assistant coaching job. Don't start half assing it. Well, when I when I when I even asked, it was before ten AM and he was out of the office. So I guess he he's celebrating his new contract, although I imagine he's probably gonna get him paid similar amount of money uh, to head over to Kentucky as in a full-time assistant instead of this made-up executive role that he had beforehand. And and we'll talk more about the Tony Barbie hire, what it means for UK, if it means anything at all. I, really, I don't think it does. I think he's just an okay recruiter, a good recruiter, not not bad, not, not, worse than, when, not worse than Slice, maybe not better than Slice. At this point, as long as you've got a capable staff, UK's recruiting kind of sells itself so uh, we'll see we're going to talk Jamal Murray we have we have tiny little updates on on what's going on with him and then how UK will finish out its 2015 recruiting class if it will finish it out or if it's already finished we'll talk a little Kentucky football also today Uh, this is kind of the biggest news of the day is UNC Trevor has received their notice of allegations from the NCAA so we're getting closer to a, an answer on what's going to happen in Chapel Hill with the Tar Heels. Can I go on and uh, play Nostradamus and say nothing? Probably nothing of seriousness. Is, is it just yeah. me? Is can I play the pessimistic role to somebody who doesn't believe not to be a conspiracist, but a pessimistic person who believes that the NCAA is never going to come hard down on somebody like North Carolina or Duke? They came down hard on Penn State football. When really they didn't have a... They were kind uh, of backed up into a corner with that, TJ. Not necessarily. They had the entire nation looking at them like they were... Is the entire entire nation now looking at North Carolina athletics right now? Do you see CNN right now talking about it 24-7? Do you see it on Fox News? Do you see Nancy Grace out there with with a picket line? It's going on forever. It's not like... you, You can imagine why people all of a sudden started... To, to hop on that Penn State story when it happened, well, you know what? I mean, because that's a that's a juicy storyline. Well, of course, the, the UNC thing they they jumped on it too. It's just it's drawn on forever because that's how serious it is. You've got to get to the you got to get to the meat of the matter, figure out exactly what happened, and if the facts are true, if the details are true about that, this is the biggest probably scandal if you want to call it a scandal the biggest scandal in college athletics that i can ever then that i can ever remember and probably that will ever happen if that was the case if it was if it's a matter of importance for patients in terms of taking the time and getting the details and ducks in order and so on and so forth why would they punish penn state within just days of 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 trying of the investigation why would they not take a longer time to do that because people wanted heads to roll with penn state right away because it was a national story if cnn nancy grace and all those and all those 
Coupe de la were down there at uh, Chapel Hill right now and, and, and picketing and wanting the answers, they would have an answer quickly. The NCAA does this little thing where they take their time and say they're doing their due diligent work because they want it to blow over, and that way when they give out less of a punishment, it doesn't get the type of reaction that it would no. if it, when it was still hot. No. Oh no! And and if you happen to be right, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be obviously disappointed with how all that unfolds. But what happened at UNC? You're not going to see that happen again in college athletics. There, in Brundy MC texted in and says the biggest scandal ever. I'm saying the biggest scandal in NCAA sports history. There was fake majors and, and people taking fake classes that that didn't exist in the school, and they were getting diplomas for fake majors since 1993. Eight- in paper classes, and I've talked, I've spoke with a lot of of UNC fans or, or people close to UNC's program that have said, "Well, it, it, this isn't that big of a deal because, at least athletically, it's not that big of a deal because only fifty percent of the people in these classes were athletes." That makes it almost worse. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily make it worse in the sense that, "Wow, this is embarrassing for UNC." If I had a diploma from UNC, I'd consider it. Uh, maybe a fraud altogether, and how could you pay that much money to a place that was just giving away degrees? But still, half your athletes or, or half these people in these classes were athletes. That doesn't make it better at all. So makes me I dis- jealous. I didn't know about that class if they had it at Western. I disagree, Trevor. I, I think this is this is the this could be you know a- after every NCAA national championship game, you watch one shiny moment. This can be the NCAA. This can be their one shining moment. They can actually make a stand here, make a statement for what's right with college athletics. Because what they did at Penn State, that's more of a legal matter. If you have a, a coach on your roster that is a pedophile, for lack of a better words, and also just a, a criminal, then that maybe isn't the NCAA's place to come reach in and lay down punishments. Although, you know, Joe Paterno had a very didn't have much control over his program, or also he was a criminal along with Sandusky. But UNC, this is athletes. This is school. You, how, many, how many stupid NCAA commercials have you seen, Trevor, of people going something, going pro in something other than sports? <laughs> more than I can, more than I can imagine. This is people going pro in sports while getting a fake degree in academics. This is exactly where the NCAA should put their hand into. And now we know that UNC has received their notice of allegations, which that doesn't that isn't all that meaningful. What this means is that the NCAA finally handed down UNC a piece of paper that said this is what you did wrong, and we don't know how long it is. It only took them four years to do it. We don't know exactly what it what it includes. Uh, Brun DMC is asking. If so, the SMU SMU death penalty wasn't worse. No, I don't think what SMU did is worse than what UNC did. And we are in a different age, Trevor, and we are in an age also where UNC basketball, UNC basketball is as big as almost any other basketball program out there. But I consider this worse than paying players and just basically shopping recruits and getting caught in $500 handshakes. And not to mention what what SMU did the worst wrong was that not only did they lie to the NCAA, but they got caught publicly lying to the NCAA, much like Bruce Pearl did. And that's where the NCAA. I've always said this about the NCAA. They're like cops at a Grateful Dead concert. They don't really care if you're cheating. Just don't let it be known that they that you're cheating, and let it put a black eye on them. Then they have to actually do something about it. That's what they're worried about. And in, and in SMU's case. 
or of course in Penn State, both were public things that the, the major media was on. And of course in SMU, they got death penalty, like I said, because they got caught lying to the NCAA on television on a national news broadcast. North Carolina hasn't been hasn't gone on television and said, no, we didn't do nothing, we promise, and then find out they did. If they did that, then they're going to get hit a lot harder than they probably will. They have. Did you not see Roy Williams' comments the other day? Our coach's comments to the media are his PR pieces. That doesn't count. Why doesn't that Well, Why not? Well, because if you can take your kid to a press conference, why should I believe anything I hear at a press conference? Oh, stop. <laughs> it's not even comparable. That's silly. What do you think? Let me ask you this: What do you think North Carolina's basketball program gets? If they they should lose some scholarships, which I, I can see that which happening, is, which is big, they should get at least a postseason ban. Mm, they'll give it to themselves one year to avoid anything larger. They they you know UNC is not going to give themselves a postseason ban heading into this year where they could be preseason number one. Didn't say this year, but so it, but, but they've done about this oh, for four so years. They're going to give themselves a postseason ban for next year, for 2016, 2017? Possibly. That, that'll fly. The, that won't work for a second. If NC State, or if, if UNC, I keep calling them NC State, if UNC yeah. was smart, they would have they would have given themselves a postseason ban this past year. Yeah, Although they had a team, they were a four seed, they weren't going to win a national championship. Now they actually have a chance to win a national title. And if the NCAA, and I, and I can't say the word here while we're live at Oxford, <laughs> Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, but if the NCAA had any guts at all, they'd take away that 2005 national title. And they would do it and not even look back. Well, that would have to take away the 2000, uh, 2009 or 11, whichever one it was. I'm drawing a blank on which one they won uh, also, too, wouldn't they? won 2009, but it, it wasn't as many players in 2009. And they you, you start to see some... You, you start to see those paper classes start to go away, I think, after 2008 for the most part. You don't have as high as a percentage. Do you take, away, not, do you take away the 93 title, too? Because this goes back as far as 93. Probably could. You probably could. Was Dean Smith was coaching that 93 that team. That was correct. That was the infamous timeout game. They're not going to take him away. And look who we have live here in the Oxford Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram studio where we're doing the show. We've got <laughs> Clavy116 and, and his brother, Keller, who's called into the show a time or two, and they've got the stupidest grins on their face. They're as probably if they're, upset I'm not there. They probably are. But Clay, why don't you come sit down and put this head, headset on? We'll get you on here. Actually, Trevor, let's go to a commercial break. We'll come back because Clay B116 is going to be nervous as all get out. All right. He's, he's going to be really nervous. All right, so we're going to head to a commercial break. Keller, I wish we had a, a, a microphone for you as well. Uh, but we will be right back here on 1450, the Sports Buzz, live from Ox Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. We've got some fans here, and we're going to talk to them after the break. So stick around here on 1450 of the Sports Buzz. All my friends will a lowrider. The lowrider is a little higher. Listening to the Sports Talker with TJ Walker. Security in this office park is a joke. Last year I came to work with my spud gun in a duffel bag. I sat at my desk all day with a rifle that shoots potatoes at 60 pounds per square inch. Can you imagine if I was deranged?
And we are joined by some special guests. A lot of you all already know Clay B116. He is he's been texting to the show since its start almost a year and a half ago. Uh, probably fewer of you all know about his little brother Keller, who has called into the show and has listened. You're 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 a fan. So uh, both of them here live in studio at the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzzline, and they've got a special deal going on out here where you can get a 2014. Dodge Caravan, 2014 Chrysler Town and Country Minivan, and they've got 15 available at 19.9, which that's a good deal for a 2014 car to get under $20,000. I would try to get out here and jump on that if interested. They also have a lot of pre-owned specials. You can get a 2008 Nissan Altima for about 7,100. You can't beat the deals out here at Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. And this, let's also take this time to remind you all that, uh, why don't you, Clay, why don't you read that little promo right there? The Sports Talker is brought to you by Allen Electric, Kentucky's first and only electrician dedicated to residential repairs. Give them a call at 636-HELP for any electrical service. Allen Electric will never leave you in the dark. And I can vouch for them. You, They're you, the best around. You can vouch for Allen Electric. You know a thing or two about them. Keller, you as well? Yep. The big cheese, Tony Allen. <laughs> Big cheese is that his nickname? That's he wears a hat that says the big cheese on it. So, all right, so we've we've got Clay B one sixteen and we have Keller in the building and in the studio, uh, coming out to watch the live performance. Uh, did you did you think that you'd get on the air if you came out here? No, me and Keller were just at home. I got off work early. Didn't even know I was going to get off work early today. And then Keller suggested it actually that we come on out here. So that's where we headed to. We're here. They're here. People are excited about it. I've had people texting me. Uh, one person wants me to give you a, a just a general knowledge quiz, Clay B116, right. just to see your answers. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Uh, your your girlfriend is listening to you here on the on the radio. This this could be your big break here. Could be. Okay. I'm down for some general knowledge questions. Anybody want to ask? Shoot but, me a question. Dave Cowley wants you to answer what's the capital of California. Capital of California? Sacramento. All right. He thought you'd say Candlestick Park. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> it's the ninth wonder of the world after Rupp Arena. Oh, here we go. All right. Uh, so let's, we were talking about UNC, and I'm just going to let you all weigh in on it. You, you talk when you want. You don't need me to toss things over to you all. We've known each other for, for years now. Trevor was, was talking about he doesn't think the NCAA is going to do anything. Where do you all stand on not whether they should or not? Because I, I don't think that's a question. You had years of academic fraud uh, specifically relating to your athletes, not just basketball, but also football and multi, a, a, a wide range of sports. Do you feel that the NCAA will do something about this, or do you think they'll take it easy on UNC? I think they will do something. I don't think it'll be much punishment. And I was listening earlier on the way about you suggesting scholarships taken away. That's one thing I usually don't like when the NCAA does because it's taken away from the kids. That's what I'm oh, about. Oh, Clay V116, a man of the people. Doesn't want scholarships taken away from the kids. But how else can you punish the team? Uh, and what, they, you you got to do something. I know. I don't want to sound like Jay Billis where I don't oh, God, please, throw out please a don't, solution. Please don't. I just criticize. But That'll get you out of here, the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, quicker quicker than you probably wanted it to. Keller, what about you? I think there will definitely be some type of penalty, whether to what extent. I don't know. I, they'll, they won't just let this slide because they have a president to say, uh, set. But. Keller, what's going on with you? You're, you still go to UK, right? Uh, Did you graduate? I 
walked uh, two weeks ago, but I still have one summer class, and I'm so you're gonna right stay now. living in Lexington, or are you gonna move back to Louisville? Uh, no, I'm moving back to Louisville. All right, so you're done with college. Yep, that's crazy. Oh, you messed up. You should have taken longer. I know my JB wouldn't have been too happy about that. He kind of forced forced my hand on it. So you messed up. What was your favorite memory from college? Uh, definitely the 2012 national championship. Were you in college back then? Yeah, freshman year. Oh, jeez. I can't even imagine you as a freshman. You're already kind of a. <laughs> I can't say it here on the air. We can talk about it off the air, though. Uh, I'm sure we. Could, you were in college then too. Yeah, for half. Yeah, we went sem- to the for one semester. We went to the, the final semester. four. We went to the final four, and yeah. in, in New Orleans. Uh, so okay. So here's what's going to happen with UNC and, and Trevor. Tell me if I'm wrong, but how do they avoid some sort of penalty once they make the the official notice of allegations available to the to the public where you find out that there were a handful of basketball players taking paper classes. I didn't say they wouldn't get any punishment. I just said I guarantee you the punishment they get will be nowhere near fitting the crime that they have committed. But so what do you think their punishment would be? Uh, elaborate. They, they, they will get UNC will put themselves on some kind of uh, one-year probation instead of getting probably two or three, which is what they belong to get, what they deserve to get in front of the postseason ban. They probably will lose some scholarships. I'm kind of half and half on the whole. I don't believe in taking away scholarship things too. But I get again, you're right. Unless you can give me a better solution of how to punish someone, then right. then do it. Let me let me interrupt you. Do you know what probation is? For a, a college program, that goes for you, Trevor. It goes for you, Clay. It goes for you, Keller. I'm fully you aware of it. Yes. All right. What is, what is it? It's a punishment handed down, taking away the privileges that are given to a normal college under the rule of NCAA. What does that even mean? Elaborate. It means you do not get the same luxuries, i.e., the opportunity to play in postseason play, the same luxuries, i.e., getting the money and the money oh, share. You don't get the amount of scholarships given to, to stay on a level playing field with your op- opponents. That's not probation. Those oh. other things are separate penalties. Probation in itself, and this is why everybody makes way too big of a deal about IU and what happened with Tom Crean and why they give him 13 years to be ha- to even have a winning season without the, using the excuse, well, look at the situation he came into. They were on probation. Probation, Trevor, means you just have to check into the NCAA once a week. It's almost like HR meetings with, with Toby and Michael Scott when Michael acts out and was forced to go to the conference room and have to talk to Toby for a few hours a day. Hey, that's pun- that's pretty that, bad punishment. That That is a terrible pr- punishment. But call it, So basically what probation in itself means is you have to call into the NCAA and just go over what happened this week, what you did right, what you did wrong. And if they find out that you did something wrong while you're on probation, which just like in the criminal just like if you're a criminal and you're on probation, you can't do anything wrong once you're on that or else they can come down with a hammer. But probation in itself isn't that big of a deal. So if UNC just gets probation, they got off incredibly easy. So I described sanctions, not probation. You and you described specific sanctions, which they should also get. And all I really want, because I know this would hit UNC fans the hardest, and not that I want to hit their fans, but I also want to hit Roy Williams because he tries to act so ignorant to this entire thing, like he he didn't know. And Every head coach who gets caught acts ignorant. He's just this old southern old man that wants his Kohler and doesn't want to uh, doesn't know anything about these academic problems. Which, if he actually doesn't know anything about them, to me that's just as embarrassing as knowing about them. All I want is them to have a postseason ban for this upcoming year. Really, that's all I want. Lose a scholarship, maybe, but have this postseason ban 
Because for that, and I was talking to a few UNC fans that told me they'd rather take away their 2005 title than there's a lot of action going on over here in the in the in the car studio. But I was talking to a lot of UNC fans that said that they would rather them take away their 2005 title than give them a postseason ban for this year. Do you agree with that, Clay? B116. Can you repeat what he oh said? I got distracted. What'd you get distracted? I, I tell you what, TJ. I, I will answer this question by saying: Do you really believe a one-year ban is justified for 18 years of academic fraud? No, it should be worse. I'm telling you what I would like to see, though, because UNC has been kind of second fiddle behind their rivals now for really since 2009. They've been second fiddle behind Duke or Kentucky. Almost every year since then, and this year they finally maybe have a better team than both Duke and UK. And if you take away their opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament, can you imagine how painful that'd be? And Trevor, you know better than anybody. I mean, you've been second fiddle in basketball to your rival for a long time now. I will I will let that one slide because uh, you're uh, hopped up on the uh, excitement of being at Oxmoor right now. Uh, that. Listen, one year is not, and they're not. If they're going to give themselves a one year ban, it probably won't be this year. What makes you think they're going to be able to come down on sanctions before the season even begins? It's taking them four years to even get them a note that says, "Hey, by the way, we know you did something wrong. We're looking at you." Captain Arda, uh, Cap, well, they, they send this out today, and again, it, it could be. I, I think UNC has ninety days to respond to it. I don't know what you'd respond to, but I guess maybe if, uh, three say, months. By the way, I know it's going to be a long time. I guess maybe you could say, no, we don't agree with that. And maybe you could drag on the appeals process, Trevor, for such a long time where UNC could play in this tournament without the postseason ban officially coming down. Captain Arctic tweets in and says, UNC cover-up is probably worse than the crime. I disagree with that wholeheartedly because, yes, they, they tried to act stupid to the idea and say, no, that they didn't. And then they did actually try to hide it without that counselor was the one who kind of, un- or the tutor kind of uncovered everything. But... The crime itself is really bad. I mean, imagine you guys are good St. X guys. Imagine you all going to St. X and not having to do any work and getting a degree when you have somebody like me, a bright, smart, good-looking student, working his tail off to get that exact same degree. It's not fair. No, not at all. Keller? I agree. That's Why are you all being so shy? Clay, you, you are such this opinionated person, and then finally we put you behind a mic and you're speechless. You nailed it on the call. Like, that it shouldn't happen. Why should someone with putting all that work? Be I feel like to... I got to open you guys up a little bit. By, so, the, by the way, Clay, quit being so nice to him. He, he's not the, he's not so soft-skinned. You tell him he's wrong. I tell him he's wrong all the time, whether he wants to hear it or not. You don't have to be nice to him just because he's your buddy. Just tell him, listen, TJ, you're wrong. If you well, if, if what you expect, if, 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 what, if getting a one-year ban is all that's going to make you happy, then guess what? You're going to have smiles from ear to ear because that's all they're going to get, and that's all the light handoff they're going to get in terms of that's not a light scandal. One-year ban? That's debatably – well, no, I, I'm saying that it probably should be more, but I'm not acting like a one-year ban is nothing at all, especially when they potentially have a national title-winning team, and you take that away from them. But it's not going to happen this year. That's where I, that's my point. It won't happen I, this year. It might happen next year or the year after – and I'm, I guarantee North Carolina, like Syracuse, will plan it properly to where they probably Roy Williams retires the year it happens. Roy Williams should retire. He's not even that good of a coach either. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go that far, but he, he he is getting near the end of his rope. I will say that. Brun DMC says that 
that Clayby116 is speechless because that I said bright, smart, and good looking when describing myself. That's Maybe just, laugh. That's just, that's just not true. Those are those are all accurate statements. Two so Clayby, two out of three are right. I'll let you pick which two. No, oh, that's nice of you. Uh, so how's the new job going, Clayby116? It's good. I like it a lot. It's more in line with what I want to do with my career, and I enjoy it a lot. So you used to travel to Frankfurt every day, and you tweet all about it. The ride there, how early you got up. Clevy116 is one of probably some people, some experts call him one of the best follower, follows under 300 followers on Twitter. <laughs> and one of the secrets of Twitter, really. Uh, so are you happy not to be having to drive 45 minutes to work every day? Oh, it's a lifesaver not having to deal with the traffic, and then especially the sun. The sun, the sun's what you don't want to deal with? It, it was the worst on Sundays. It was right on, even with the road, driving right into it on the way there, and then on the way home, <laughs> you had it setting, so got it both ways. It was terrible. <laughs> you poor soul. And Keller, now that you're out of out of school, what's what's next on what's next on your plate now that you're going to be growing, going into the real world? Uh, you want a radio show? I can give you one. Uh, I don't know if I want a radio show, but I'll probably be bumming it at my parents' house for couple months at least couple and, months maybe a few years that's what clay did <laughs> yeah it might be worked out i won't be complaining too much but yeah i guess just mainly looking for a job right now so if you hear anything oh i offered you my radio show and you didn't <laughs> want it so uh you might you may be out of luck uh anyway so talking unc talking we talked earlier about tony barbie what do you two are some of the most diehard UK fans that I know. What do you think of the Tony Barbie hire? Does that mean anything to the average fan? I guess you guys are probably more than the average fan, but does that mean any t- anything to you all? I think it's. I mean, it's an all right. It's a boring one, but it, he gets the job done. Who would you rather have? Uh, I'm on the Jalen Rose channel. <laughs> you were you were one. Of, you were one of those people <laughs> that that wanted Jalen Rose. You know that came out of nowhere. I know. Well, he, well, he talked about it on his on like on BS reporter. Wh- what did he say? He said uh, he's not denying that they weren't in talks or something like that. It was a while ago that I saw that. And Clay, as you're seeing right now, your brother tweets into the show and says that you still wake up at 5 a.m. because you take so long to do your hair in the morning. No, I actually wake up at 5.30 a.m. And I like to read for like a couple minutes while I eat breakfast. That's why. Maybe about 30 minutes before I like to drink coffee, eat breakfast, take that time. and get. I do get ready, but it doesn't take three hours you don't even have that much hair to get ready i just comb it okay oh he cries if he doesn't get his proper bathroom time or the fan right on him while he's doing his hair or anything i know you listeners aren't going to get a good idea about how these barrett brothers are but man they used to really go at it uh back in the day we could we could spend the whole radio show talking stories about these two but it probably wouldn't be very exciting radio all right moving over to you clay again with some general knowledge trivia which two republican candidates just finished within 83 votes of one another matt bevin and comer what's comer's first name jamie comer yeah yeah uh, we'll we'll give it to you all right way to go you're you're killing it i pay attention all right good stuff uh anyways uh, exciting. I, I, this is something we're, we're going to head to commercial break here in a little bit, but this is uh, as listeners to the show. So this Periscope thing, Trevor, do you know what Periscope is? I've heard of it, but I pretty much the only thing I know about Periscope is down Periscope, the great underrated comedy starring Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, but none of us knows. No, nobody knows what that is. So starting when we I, get I back, pity you for that. Well, uh, you probably pity me for a lot of things. We're, we're kind of on di- different wavelengths in terms of what we find entertaining. 
uh, there is a there's a gap between our generations. But anyways, when yeah, we get back, when, when when we get back from our when I get back from my vacation, not our vacation. When I get back from my vacation, I think I'm going to try to start periscoping the uh, my my radio shows, which could be great, could be terrible. We'll have to see. And we've got a phone call from Big Bag Dave, who's been on the show a few times. I mean, all the who's who of the sports talker are really coming out today. Big Bag Dave, how are you? Oh uh, no, no, uh, Terry. This is actually Roy Williams. Uh, <laughs> Heard you've been talking about me on the show today. <laughs> if you were Roy Williams, you'd have a much more southern accent than you would already drop the Coca-Cola line. Oh, actually, I like to sit on the porch for a cool glass of lemonade. <laughs> How's it going, Big Bag Dave? What are you up to today? Oh, nothing. I was uh, just uh, studying, listening to the show. A lot of UNC talk. Does that make you happy, or would you rather us move to a different topic? And if you would, what would you like us to talk about? Uh, no, I, it makes me uh, perfectly happy. I, uh, I I mostly took issue with you comparing uh, this UNC situation to Penn State, which, I don't know, just seems compare. like kind of I didn't compare. morally wrong. I did not compare the situations themselves. I talked about what the NCAA did with Penn State and what they actually should do with UNC. I'm not comparing what happened at each school as comparable uh, examples of punishments that should be handed down. One place you had a coach that that, that was, again, a criminal and a pedophile. The other place you have academic fraud. I'm not comparing them in terms of what each school did wrong, although both did do things wrong. But one maybe should be handled by police officers and, and, and you know, the, the system where the other one is academic fraud, where the NCAA, that's definitely their jurisdiction. Okay, well, thank you for clarifying that. But, uh, I mean, basically the reason, I don't know, I, 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 don't, I, I don't come down too hard on UNC uh, just because, I mean, I think we're all, I'm sure, a little bit of misconduct, and, you know, no one really knows for sure goes on at every school. But uh, I, I don't know. It's it's tough for me to to guess whether UNC was actually that much worse, that much more rampant, or if it was just, like, in terms of both, like, the classes that didn't exist and the duration, or were they just we're bad at covering it up because your thoughts, I don't know where I'm going with this. I was really going to call in with a Roy Williams impression, but you really put a pin in that. I <laughs> sure uh, I'm glad I was able to do that because I don't like you to be happy. So uh, where you're going with the UNC thing, I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure either. And thanks for the call, big bag Dave. And I uh, appreciate you listening in on the show today, but do I think that this goes on at a lot of the, a lot of other schools? No, I don't think this goes on at a lot of other schools. Has it happened before? Sure. Now, I can say probably at every school, and this might come as a shock to some people, but it probably shouldn't. Uh, athletes, and and I'm kind of being sarcastic. This is obvious. This is very obvious. Athletes at schools, newsflash, get special treatment when it comes to academics. I I, I don't like to call out UK in this because this is. This isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. But they tweeted out the, they've tweeted out a week or two ago that every four-year player under John Calipari has graduated, which 
imagine in you two somehow graduated UK. I graduated UK somehow. And we graduated all in four years. Again, you're taking a summer class. I took an extra summer class, but we're not going to call that four and a half years. That's just that's. You were four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Well, you were four and a half. 2012. But you you were working throughout your 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 college career. But imagine that if you had mandatory study hours, you had tutors that were going to go over everything that you had, not just once a week, but probably three to four times a week. Imagine, and you had to take summer classes, and all of it was paid for. Because these athletes take summer classes. They probably take six to eight hours, nine hours in summer classes each semester. Imagine all that and not graduate in four years. How tough would that be? Uh, impossible. impossible yeah. It would almost be impossible. I mean, you'd have to maybe not be able to read to, uh, to, to not be able to do that. And I have read some of the papers that UNC students turned in and got A's for, and you would probably think that those guys wouldn't really? be able to read. Uh, it, it's pretty bad. But athletes at every major university, especially for for profit sports, basketball and football, yeah, they get special treatment when it comes to academics. Their grades probably aren't as good. Not all of them, but some of them. Their grades probably aren't as good as they are, probably are better than they should be. But UNC took it to a new limit where they were giving out degrees for these for these made up classes for 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 classes that never met in session that were all online classes that had three assignments throughout the year. I mean, it's just unbelievable to be able to get away with that. And not only get away, like you said, Trevor, not only get away with that for a season, if it happened once or twice and you had a few players go through this system, okay, so be it. They were, you can date it back, like you mentioned, to 1993. Before then, I think, what was it, 1991 was the first time that people, that this kind of shot up? It came out in August of 2011. They've been doing it since early 1993, so 18 years of cover-up. It's unbelievable. I mean, they they someone could have been born and be drafted in the army in the time they were doing that. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy to think about. Uh, we need to head to a commercial break. We will be back here on fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz. Uh, we're gonna have a short segment after this commercial break, but we're gonna get into a little UK football. These two guys are some of the biggest UK football fans I know, so we're gonna talk to them about that. Also, a little UK basketball recruiting. See where UK finishes up this class. And Factor Fiction. And now we've got a big group oh, to play it, so it should right. be a good time. So stick around here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. We will be right back. You're listening to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. What is the most inspiring thing I ever said to you? Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Back here, 1550 The Sports Buzz, live from Oxmore, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You can call into the Oxford Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line, 502-384-1450. Appreciate Big Bag uh, Dave calling in in the last segment. I, I almost wish that the microphones were on during this commercial work because we had a great conversation uh, off the air. Didn't have to do with sports. We're going to get into that, and we're going to play some fact or fiction. Uh, but let me, again, let me like I did at the beginning of the show, let me paint the picture for you. Uh, Clay B116 and his brother, 
have a their 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 parents have a pretty nice house and they've they've got a bunch of cats and dogs and all these sorts of animals. But one animal that's strange is they have a parrot. And during the break, these two people said that this parrot lives for sixty years. Sixty or seventy years. There's yeah. no way that's true. It's true. Look it up. There. Uh, what? What? I, I will look it up. What? What kind of bird is it? I think it's a African, African something parrot. parrot. African parrot. It's gray yeah. on the top. Yeah, and then red, yeah that's it. Red <laughs> that looks just. Like, that looks just <laughs> like it. Uh, it is the meanest bird that I've ever been around. It bites people. It can talk, right? Uh, it says a few words. What does it say? Uh, it's it says George. Uh, it said my name before. And yeah, it, says it said my hello. name a couple times. And my mom recently pointed out it started making a beer can opening now because probably all out of JB. So. <laughs> How does it make it? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Uh, we've we've got the African pair. How could it possibly live to be? It can learn up to a hundred words. Apparently, cockatoos live to sixty to seventy years as well. That's unbelievable. That is such a long time. Why do I don't so even... many old people get birds in if they're going to outlive them by like thirty years? I I, I want to I don't want to live to be sixty or seventy years old. Can't imagine how a bird feels. I don't see anywhere where it says anything about its age. Maybe look to the right. So that makes right. me think that maybe you guys are lying. Or you can look somewhere else besides Wikipedia. No, wait, hey, now 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 don't bash Wikipedia. There's an office quote about Wikipedia and how great it is. You know, we we can figure this out. But this bird was just the absolute worst. Who's gonna care? Who's gonna care for it Not me. for the next? That's what my mom already asked. I, who's I gonna care for I volunteered it? Volunteered already. So you're gonna have this bird for the next fifty or sixty years? Well, we'll see. If that sucks. It lives out. Outlives my parents. I can't find anything about how how long it lives. Well, I was going off word of mouth of what my mom said. Yeah. So, and <laughs> so if it's wrong, blame Kathy. <laughs> well, Kathy still leave cookies and milk out for Santa Claus there too, because mom told you. <laughs> Oh, 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 okay. Uh, anyways, let's. We don't have a ton of time, but we did have a very lively bird debate uh, during this segment. Uh, Trevor it reminds me of Always Sunny when when Charlie says that he has studied bird law. <laughs> I vaguely remember. Is that the one where he was doing the whole Law and Order uh, plot? Yeah, and, the, and a lot of times he sees the lawyer, and the only thing that he can say is that he can go tit for tat in bird law. Yeah, or he just screams, uh, lawyered, uh, hearsay, and just yells words randomly. Wow, and Brun DMC comes in and says that some have lived to be 60, but it says that the lifespan's 25 to 50. <laughs> okay, so 25 <laughs> is a lot that range. 25 is a lot different than 60 years old. If that bird dies when he's 25, you only got 15 more years of that stupid thing. Well, Hunter comes back with this that says 50 to 70 years from... Oh my an African god. Parrot page. <laughs> Fifty to seventy years. <laughs> How much does an African parrot run you? I mean, is this something you get in a black market? Or is this something you can buy at a pet store? Did you have to like meet a guy in a shady alley to get one? How much does one of those birds cost? We're kind of connecting this whole thing is is former Louisville great Vic Anderson is the one who bought this bird for them. Yeah. <laughs> we had to pick it up from the airport. I know that you had to pick it up from the airport? Yeah, I wrote Did you have to sign papers for it? <laughs> Loading dock area and it was and <laughs> really? my, mom, yeah, my mom and Vic came back with a parrot. At I thought, her. okay, I thought you all had one parrot that flew away. Yeah, it, but uh, <laughs> this was. Why did you buy another one? Well, we didn't, well, Tell we the did, story, Clavy116. My sister left the door open, and it evidently got out, and she started crying and basically ran away from home because she was scared. And <laughs> so you so lost my a mom, parrot and a kid. Yeah, my mom went out and found another one real quick before anybody noticed. 
found another one? Can you find it? I don't know how she bear? did it. But then all of a sudden we get a call from like the bed or some somebody found an African pair because I guess there's not many around here. They, Someone call, they called Creed. <laughs> and so then yeah. we switched the birds back and got the real bird back. And I don't know what happened to the other bird. So was was the other bird an African gray parrot? Yes, yeah. it was one that looks similar. Yeah. Can you imagine how much your mom paid for that bird? <laughs> she resold it, I assume. Oh man! And then again, you'll have cats just running around your house like crazy. How is one not picked off this stupid bird? I think they're actually scared of it. It's kind of big, and it pecks at it. It's like as big as a rooster. Uh, probably not a rooster. The do- Carly's dog was actually kind of trying to go after it today earlier before we came here. Interesting. Interesting. My dad texts into the show and says that Siri told him that African gray parrots can live to be 50 or 75 years. Yeah. So, 300. I just I just Googled where can I buy an African gray parrot, and it just came up. Somebody in Portland, Oregon selling one if you leave the door open again, but you don't want to know how much they're charging. How much are they charging, Trevor? $800. Oh, I paid more for Abe than that, but Abe's actually like a real animal, not a stupid bird. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the bird. And I paid way too much for Abe. If anybody's looking to get a dog for half price, I didn't your pay man. that much for my car. Wow. Well, you, that probably just means you have a bad car. Come to Chrysler. Dodge. Yeah, well, why you, Chrysler Dodge, even Ram. Uh, they can get you hooked up out here. A bunch of friendly people out here. They're they're wheeling and dealing, and I think everybody kind of knows it's Friday. It's almost the weekend. Uh, but we need Three day to. Weekend. It's a big yeah. It is a holiday weekend. It's Memorial Day. So uh, tell a veteran thank you at some point this weekend. We need to head commercial break. We are going to come back, and we will do Fact or Fiction. It's that time of the week. It's Fact or Fiction Friday. So get your questions ready. Send them in at T-Walker Rivals. Also live uh, with Clay B116, his brother Keller, at Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. So stick around here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. We'll be right back. To the Sports Talker with TJ Walker. Last year, Creed asked me how to set up a blog, wanting to protect the world from being exposed to Creed's brain. I opened up a Word document on his computer and put an address at the top. I've read some of it. Even for the internet, it's pretty shocking. Presented by Allen Electric. www.creedthoughts.gov.www backslash creedthoughts. Check it out. Looking around the house Heading behind the window and the door Searching for signs of life Final segment for the sports soccer here at Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. 
They have been a gracious host for us uh, right behind the, the studio setup. They have Salsaritas. They've got locations in St. Matthews and Middletown, and it smells delicious. I'm not going to lie. In that last commercial break, I had a few pieces of chicken uh, really picking out before an all-inclusive, uh, all-you-can-eat vacation, which is not going to be good for me. Uh, but that's okay. We're back. One final segment again. We've got Clay B116, his brother Keller. We've got Trevor back in the studio in southern Indiana. And we're going to play a little Friday Factor Fiction. Trevor, why don't you hit up the song? You're not funny, TJ. Trevor Tre- Trevor sounded like a, a sad child telling me that he doesn't have any music yet queued up for the Factor Fiction. But let's shoot for when I get back from vacation. So My parrot the- ate it. <laughs> understand understandable that's a great excuse any kid can get away with it uh but let's let's jump right in factor fiction friday i i think we asked this maybe last well there was no last friday maybe we asked it monday or the friday before then but i'm gonna throw this up to trevor i'm gonna throw it to clevy 116 and keller kentucky football will win at least seven games next season trevor we'll have you start we got a good laugh from somebody back at the taco bar. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so I think he's thinking it's fiction. Uh, whoever it was who had a, just a, a really, a really good, a really good laugh. Uh, uh, because what you, do you, because you worded you, it the way you did, I'm going to say fiction as well because I think they'll get six wins. If you'd said to do make a bowl, I would say fact. But if you're putting the goal at seven wins, I'm going to go fiction. I just say at the end of the year, at the end of the year, come next January, next February, they have seven wins. I'm so that includes well, that includes bowl game. I'm gonna still say fiction. <laughs> wow! So you think six wins and they don't win their but they if they win six games they're going to a bowl game. I, I mean, agree with that. Hundreds and hundreds of bowl games. And, Not factual. And if you'd said they're going to be a, a bowl at a bowl at the end of the year, I would have said a fact. But I don't think I think they win six games. They go to a bowl. They more than likely lose. I'll go with that. So I'll say fiction and seven wins. So you don't think that they, if they make it, if they win six games and they go to the African Parrot, uh, <laughs> the, the Pimlico African Parrot Bowl, they're not going to win it? Nope. I'm picking uh, them to lose to Texas State or whoever they play at that game. Understandable. Uh, Clay, what, 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 Clay V116, how do you feel about It's a fact UK will win at least seven games next season. I think that you threw in the bowl game. It's a fact. I think they'll win six during the season and then get the bowl win. Interesting. All right, Clay, uh, Keller, uh, uh, you're, you're the last one around the horn to you. Oh, no doubt a fact. Uh, Stoops has us on a three-year plan. We've been cotton bowl or bust every year, but I truly believe this year is cotton bowl or bust. Stoops has us to Dallas. We'll easily get that nine wins and then 10th in the cotton bowl. Shannon and Dawson's got the revamped offense. going to be crazy. You haven't played the cotton bowl since 1950. <laughs> Four star used to be full fed. <laughs> oh, you okay? I, I was kind of hoping you'd do that a little bit there, Kyler, and it did not disappoint. That was fantastic. Uh, with my own factor fiction, I say fact. I say they win eight games this year. They get seven games in the regular season. Hold me to it. it it's it's a it's a favorable schedule for Kentucky. They're obviously their offense is going to be much improved, and in my, their defense is still going to struggle at times. Uh, but they will beat Louisville. They'll win all their out-of-conference games. So there's four wins right there. The question is, can they get three more in SEC play? Uh, Vandy will be down. They'll finally in the streak against Florida. That's six right there. Can they sneak out one more somewhere along the way? No uh, I say I say yes. Keller says no doubt. All right, Trevor, fact or fiction to you, what do you got? 
Factor fiction. We'll start with TJ. The Hawks even the series tonight at two, at one one. Fiction. Uh, that 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 one is heading to sweep town USA population Atlanta. <laughs> very very what, clever what, line there. Have you been saving that one for a while? <laughs> well, at first I actually thought you were speaking about hockey. <laughs> I for some reason, but and I'm not a hockey fan at all, so I don't know why I went there. But I think the Hawks win. You think they win? So yeah. you're saying fact that they fact. even up the series and you go one one heading back to Cleveland? Yes, fact. All right, Keller. Uh, I don't follow NBA that much, but I'm going to go with uh, fiction. Well, it was fiction that they it, it, it was win. <laughs> so fiction that they. I'm going with they lose tonight. I just think LeBron and Kyrie is going to be too much, and I don't know the Hawks that haven't seemed like they've been doing too great in the playoffs. They haven't seemed like the same. Well, team. they've gotten to the Eastern Conference Final. Well, they've been doing plenty, I, plenty great. Yeah, but they, watching the Wizards series, I think the Wizards could have easily won 4-2 in that series. So. Yeah, I guess you're not Back technically. Fiction, Keller's not paying attention. That is a fact. <laughs> he is all over. I mean, I, I don't blame him with the cars they have here at, at Oxmoor Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, but he is all over the place. You, you take your Adderall today, buddy? Well, I just couldn't remember if it was – Fact that they win or fact that they lost, but I knew that it was win or lose for all the Hawks. Right. That's all right. We'll let it slide. Clevy one sixteen. You got a fact or fiction for the group? <laughs> for the group, hmm. fact or fiction? In five years, Kentucky's in the playoffs for the football. That's obviously unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> as much as it would be fun to be a fact, I mean, it's obviously a fiction. That book sitting next to the Harry Potter collection. <laughs> Keller. Uh, that's easily fact. I'm going with fact too. Three-year plan. <laughs> I think it's two extra years on the three-year plan. I'm I mean, going three years from now. Realistically, and it's it's fun for Kentucky fans to dream about it and the potential that there actually is where that could happen. Do you realize how hard it would it would be to actually make the playoffs as long as it stays at a four-team playoff? You'd have to. You couldn't lose two games if you were Kentucky. So you'd have to go. You'd have to only lose one game. We just have to win the SEC. I think if we win the SEC. I don't. Th- what if they playoffs. won the SEC at eight and four? I think the SEC champions getting in the football playoffs no matter what. The I don't is. know if I'd necessarily agree with that. They are. It's fact. That's the fact of fiction. <laughs> All right. Oh, well. Here's a fact: uh, Kentucky hasn't had a better than a 500 record in the SEC since 1977. Thanks a lot, Trevor. <laughs> did, I, did I spoil the mood, guys? Did I, did I ruin the Kentucky love going on over there? I'm sorry. The cats are just biding their time in the SEC. Now you got Mark Soups and the boys, and they're ready. They're they're ready. They're ready to rock and roll. Uh, but uh, a playoff might be a bit ambitious here in the next half decade. All right, fact or fiction? And, and Trevor, I'm going to throw this to you because I know you're you're an NBA guy. I don't know if these two if these two clowns watched this NBA game last night, which was a fantastic basketball game between the Rockets and the Warriors. There's no way you watched it, Clay. You were in bed probably at 10:30. Yeah, I didn't watch a play of it. You didn't watch a single play? I haven't even watched a single play from the NCAA championship game. Well, or one Johnny moment that's, yet. That's, that's different because you did that out of grief, not watch because you were heartbroken. But, all right, Trevor, so think about that last play. Yes. James Harden turns the ball over. If he passes it to anybody besides Dwight Howard, Houston wins that game, fact or fiction. Fiction, because just because he passed it to, say, Trevor Reza or someone else on the court that has the capability of taking that shot doesn't mean they would have hit that shot. I'm not even talking about the shot, and I'm saying it's fact that they would have won that game had that been anybody other than Dwight Howard. Because if you watch that play, if you go back and see it, and this is why I you can't have Dwight Howard late in the games if you're Houston. 
he, he I'm almost at the point where he's doing more harm than good for for the Rockets. Uh, what a game from Terrence Jones, by the way. Side note, who just kind of stole the show for the most part. But even if you have Terrence Jones catch that pass, if you have anybody else that catch that pass, I'm not talking about can that person knock down a shot, but look at that play. You had both guys come over to James Harden. So that leaves two on him, three the rest of the floor. Whoever would have caught that, and it happened to be Dwight Howard in that little fast break, how quickly everything happened, it ended up being Dwight Howard. So he's alone at the top of the key with the ball, and he can't shoot it. He can't put it on the floor because he can't chew gum and walk at the same time without getting injured. If you have anybody else, all they have to do is put it on the floor, drive in, and defense is going to collapse in on somewhere, and it's going to leave somebody wide open at some point in the court. If they don't do that, then the guy has to hit a 12-footer for the win, and you have to like an NBA player's chances to do that. That's a fact. My Having Dwight Harden there was the Rockets' biggest mistake, not James Harden's turnover. Well, first of all, Dwight was in there because before they made that little seven-second sprint down the court that ended up in no shot, they were attempting to get a final stop and needed a stop, so therefore Dwight's presence was required. I mean, he did end up with 19 points and 17 rebounds. He had one block, but obviously he's obviously a presence in the lane. And my problem isn't just the fact that he passed it to Dwight right there. It's why he passed the ball in general. Why even stop? You had momentum. Now, do you go to get an ugly shot, maybe losing control, going towards the rim? Possibly. But if you're doing that, you're also having three guys coming at you, and you're leaving the opportunity with at least a couple seconds left on the clock for Dwight Howard to do a uh, NC State 1983 tournament appearance and just dunk the ball in for a game winner because you're only down by one point, not two. Well, I don't disagree with the fact that he shouldn't have given up, but I don't think he knew it was Dwight. And if that's not Dwight and it's Terrence Jones. I don't think Jones, he knew how much time was on the clock. I think he got he got flustered and choked under the pressure of not knowing how much time was on the clock. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that, but I don't think he knew that was Dwight. If it's anybody else, momentum carries that play to the rim, and either you get a wide-open jump shot, which, again, granted, like you mentioned, doesn't automatically equal two points in the win, uh, but it's a much better look than James Harden dribbling into oblivion. Uh, let's move on. I've got with one fact. for you when you're ready. Let's hear it. Fact or fiction, Kentucky has four players in the lottery this year. I, I'd say without a doubt that's a fact. I, I don't even know who the one would be that would slide. I would guess it'd be Devin Booker. Because Trey Lyles, supposedly NBA teams, are wild about him and his versatility to play uh, the three and, and can stretch the floor and, and is a solid defender. If one didn't make it, it would obviously have to be Devin Booker. And I guess I could possibly see that happening. He He, went, he had a lot of slumps this year. Uh, which could scare NBA teams. I was told by somebody that uh, the Pelicans really, really like Devin Booker, and they don't. I don't think they have a lot. I don't think they have a lottery pick. They don't have a lottery pick. I don't even know if they have a first round pick, Trevor. Uh, but supposedly that, yeah, supposedly the Pelicans really liked him, and we were considering maybe trading up for him. And then February and March happened, and they went, "Oh, this guy can't really play that much defense, and is a shrieky shooter." All, all you know, although he's a good one uh, in moments. The last two months for Devin Booker didn't help him. I still think he goes in the lottery, so I say fact. But if somebody was to miss out, it would be Devin Booker. Clay, what say you? I say fact. I think four with Carl Anthony Towns, Willie Cauley-Stein, Devin Booker, and Trey Lyles. Uh, I mean, I lean more towards fact, but uh, I think I can see uh, Trey Lyles slipping out of the lottery, though. I don't know why, but I don't know. I think he had a tournament. Uh, he didn't play as great, especially in the Notre Dame game and a little bit of Wisconsin. But uh, I can so you think it'd be Lyles that would slip yeah, out? Yeah, I think. I mean, it would be right out outside the lottery, maybe like 15, 16, 17. Yeah, 
Captain Arctic tweets in and says, fact or fiction for Clay B116, the standard deviation equals the square root of the variance. That's a fact. And then uh, for every set of n elements, there are two to the n power number of subsets. I actually I say, saw. I say fiction. Those aren't even real words. <laughs> I saw the second tweet, and I'm actually not real sure about that. Fact or fiction? <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to go with fact. Fact, he says. All right, interesting. Uh, I, I have no idea. Yeah. It seems all <laughs> like like gibberish uh, to me. I, I do have a question for, for everybody here. This isn't fact or fiction. We'll, we'll do one more, but I'm going to ask this one before we, we, we get rid of it. With the exception of Anthony Davis, it is summer, so we can we can do this sort of stuff. Who would you, with the exception of Anthony Davis, which UK player current or in the NBA or heading to the draft right now, would you build an NBA franchise around? Trevor, who, who would who would you start it with? Uh, I, I'd want to say DeMarcus Cousins. I really do, but I don't trust his attitude enough, so I'm going to go John Wall. Oh, you baby. Well, you I'm, don't not, think you no, I'm not the baby. He is. That's why I'm picking John Wall. You don't think you can handle his attitude? I don't think he can handle his attitude. We got a nice little wave here from somebody shopping at Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Wave uh, back, but be polite. I did. I did. And they, they're, a, they're a happy customer, and I don't know how you could not be happy here. But John Calipari, John, Calip- Ooh, whoa. John Calipari didn't have any trouble with DeMarcus Cousins. Why, why would you? Because he only had to have him for half a year. He doesn't have to – not to mention he didn't have to have him when he was making millions of dollars. He was only making hundreds of thousands while he was at U.K., so I mean, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's the return jab for the uh, the uh, being second to your rival jab from earlier today. Uh, I, I listen. I want to build around a big man. I do. I love that. You know how I love the big men in terms of building in basketball. And I would want to go to Marcus Cousins. I thought Sixers should have taken Demarcus Cousins over Evan Turner, and I think they should have listened to me in hindsight. But I, I just can't trust his mindset to match his abilities and not to say he's in the level with Dwight Howard, but the same way Dwight Howard should dominate basketball, but Dwight Howard doesn't dominate basketball because Dwight Howard doesn't want to dominate basketball. DeMarcus Cousins could, but I just don't think DeMarcus Cousins can stay out of his own way. We've had this discussion in the past. haven't changed my mind. So I'm going to go John Wall. Uh, I don't know if we were talking yesterday, just how it was like a miracle that Dwight Howard could lead the magic to an NBA finals. And he had a lot of help on that team and it was a weird cast, but, Dwight Howard is so limited where DeMarcus Cousins really isn't. I'm not saying that there isn't maybe some some issue. Who do Turkoglu and Rashad Lewis were playing out of their mind yeah. that year? Yeah, they, they, they absolutely were. Uh, but um, it, DeMarcus Cousins has some issues that you may be cautious of, but I think anybody that knows how to manage, that is confident in managing him, I would be able to do without without a worry. Uh, Clay, who would you build? You said we can we can include this year's class. You can class. use this year's class. Uh, you can use some current UK players I'm going if you feel so confident. Carl Anthony Towns. I think he has the game and the personality to really be a face of a franchise, and he would attract his leadership skills and attract more players around him. He's you, easy to play with. I'm sure you probably don't want to see him to go to Minnesota like everybody else. Uh, I'm not a, really an NBA guy, so I'm not really going. I'm going to cheer wherever he goes. Uh, that's the only time I pay attention. All right, what a, UK what a fan, Keller. Uh, I was going to go with Carl Towns, but I'll go with uh, Marcus Cousins now. Okay, you worried about his character issues like Trevor? Uh, a little bit, but he's a proven, uh, not winner, but uh, right, right. He, uh, he's not a proven, proven like, points and rebound guy that he's reliable, and he's obviously, the, I would, in my opinion, the best big man in the league, and I don't think there's much comparisons to him right now. If I was... Genuinely answering this question, I, well, not genuinely, but if I didn't want to kind of be different, 
I think John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins would be your obvious two answers. Uh, but I'll go Scalabissier. Yeah. Oh, and there, there's a, a wild card for you. I think he's got everything that Carl Anthony Towns has. I think he's probably the closest player John, John Calipari's had to Anthony Davis in terms of how versatile he is, not only offensively but de- defensively, and how much he's going to be able to impact the game. Uh, he's going to make an NBA team very happy next season and, and would do it this year if he was able to head right into the draft, but that's not the case. Uh, so that's who I'd go with. All right, one more fact or fiction. Anybody anybody want to ask the question? If not, I can do it. Keller, you got a fact or fiction question? I don't have one. Trevor, All you right. got one? I'll let you uh, take the uh, stage. All right. And it's uh, – I, I, I was going to have an NBA one, but I know i you know, got to be courteous to the, to the present company here. Uh, fact or fiction regarding Kentucky next season, you would – fact Jamal Murray will start for Kentucky and you can't play the the we don't know if he's going to commit or not so that that's kind of a two-part question one will he commit and two if he does does he start I'm gonna say fiction um he doesn't start doesn't start I think he comes to UK but I don't think he starts who starts over him uh I'm putting you on the spot here and you don't look comfortable I don't for some uh I think Tyler Ewis starts over him can you can't start both of them? You, why, you, why, can't, why, why, why can't you start both of them? Play me 116. I don't know. I'm just going to start one in my <laughs> world. All right, Keller. Does does he come and does he start? Uh, I'm going to go with facts. He, you obviously know more about it than I do, but he, it was uh, nice to have him on campus this week, have him officially visit, and I think he'll reclassify and commit to UK. Just having him doing that official visit, I lack our chances now, and if he comes, I think he's a guaranteed starter from day one. And Trevor? Uh, in a world that he is uh, reclassified as at Kentucky, I'm going to say fiction, and only because I think that you, you've said this before, I think Calipari does start Poitras at the three, and instead of maybe starting Murray or Mulder at that three, I think Ulyss and Briscoe is the backcourt. I think he has the other two swingmen come off the bench. I would start him. I, if it was my choice, I'd say fact, him or Mulder to start at three, and I'd bring Poitras off the bench, but I don't think Calipari would do that, so I'm going to say fiction. So you say Ulyss, Briscoe, Poitras, Lee, Labissier. That's the lineup I could see Calipari. I would, you know me, I would go with either Mulder or Murray if they're both there at the three and bring Poitras off the bench with his versatility being able to play the three or the four, but I just don't see Calipari doing that. Well, here's the interesting thing is there could very well be a chance that Jamal Murray starts over Isaiah Briscoe. Uh, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that that Briscoe is better than Jamal Murray. If I actually had to pick today, I'd probably take Jamal Murray. Now, what John Calipari is going to have to ask himself is, do you want to play small and have three guys in your starting lineup that are 6'3 or shorter? Or do you want to be a little bit bigger? And, and not only 6'3 or shorter, then in that scenario, you probably start Alex Poitras at the four, who's 6'7", 6'8". And then you have Scalabissier, who's 6'11", 7 foot. Or do you want to play just a significantly much bigger lineup and go Ulyss, Murray, or Briscoe, both of them are 6'3", Alex at the wing, like Trevor mentioned, then Marcus Lee, who's 6'10", 6'11", and Scalabissier, who, again, 7 foot, uh, a significantly bigger lineup. If I had to guess, I would, I would you, you have to get Jamal Murray in there. He's just too talented. He might be the most talented player not named Scalabissier on, uh, Scalabissier on UK's team next year. So 
I think without a doubt, if he commits to UK, if he does reclassify, it is a fact that he will be in UK starting lineup, whether that means Briscoe sits or Marcus Lee sits one way or the other, you get him in here. And and before we go, let's, it's going to be a long weekend for everybody. It's going to be not only a long weekend for me, but a long week, no show again, all next week. We'll be back the Monday after, uh, but let's, let's get a little recruiting update. And I know knowing my luck, I'm going to be on that cruise ship, no internet out of the country, no way to talk or communicate with anybody. And Jamal Murray is going to commit while I'm gone and not going to be able to do anything like that, but a short little update regarding his recruitment so he's back in canada a eh? and uh, enjoyed the uk visit from what i'm told it, it, he didn't commit obviously uh, kentucky didn't pressure him to commit or ask him to commit and by all accounts it's going to be a it's going to be a bit of a process it's going to take some time to make sure that he knows if he can meet the grades if he can reclassify so we'll have to wait and see that, that's really all we all we have when regarding that, and it's not a lot of news. I wish it was more, but if I had to guess, he probably ends up at Kentucky. Now you just have to wait on time. I think Kentucky is leading school. I think after this visit, from what I've been told, is Kentucky is the place he wants to end up. It's just can he make the grades work with Canada? You know, who knows how that grade system up there works? Nobody knows. I don't know. <laughs> it's on the metric system, so it's confusing. Keller, what'd you say? This could be like UNC. Again. If it could be like UNC, he'd probably already have a diploma from UK of all places, if that's the way they ran things up there. Uh, but we're running a little bit out of time. Trevor, by the next time we do the radio show, I mean, we might have our NBA finals all set up. Give me your prediction. Who's in the finals then? Well, I, I haven't been shy to say that I like the Rockets in this, uh, it, not in the series, but I like the Rockets. I've been rooting for them. I like James Harden. But I'm starting to believe we might see two sweeps in both these series, which could be unbelievably dull given how fun these first two games are in the Western Conference have been. But I don't think people realize how hard it is for a team to be that close in two games and potentially be up 2-0 in those games and then have to head back home and realize that virtually your back's against the rope. If they lose one of their next two games, they're done. They have to get back to Golden State with that series even or else they're, they're finished. And I know they've said that before about the Rockets when they were down three ones to the Clipper, three one to the Clippers. But uh, I, I think you're going to see sweeps in both these series. I don't think you see sweeps. I think uh, Warriors in six and Cavs in five. Yeah, well, if if the Hawks don't hold home court tonight, they're getting swept. Yeah, they could win tonight. Doesn't? Yeah, if they don't win tonight, they're well, not, yeah, they're getting swept. I'm not even going to try to make a defense for them, even though I like the Atlanta team. No, I don't like Atlanta. Anyways, we're running out of time. Captain Arctic says we could be looking at a guest appearance by Captain Arctic in July. I would allow it. That's fine. You just got to show up to an on-location. Clavy 116, Keller, they they made the trip out. You guys yeah. glad you came out? Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Stoops! <laughs> How long have you been waiting to do that? <laughs> I just saw Aaron's tweet, so I was like, I got to get it in. <laughs> all right, so you got it in. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm glad you all came out. I want to thank the fine people at Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge. Jeep and Ram, it's a lovely place to, to buy a car. I mean, it looks it's so nice. It, it's bright. They've got shiny cars everywhere. Uh, Salsaritas for catering the lunch uh, the lunch out here. Uh, it smells delicious. And, of course, the Allen Electric for sponsoring the Sports Talker. Hope everybody has a great long weekend. Uh, wish me luck on the cruise in terms of gambling and not falling off the boat. And we will be back not this upcoming Monday, but the Monday after that. Thanks for listening again, Clay. Thanks for coming.
Thanks for having us. Yeah, Keller, thanks. thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks Trevor, enjoy Memorial Day. We got Nick Coffey inside the press box coming up next, so you don't want to tune out. Uh, that's a great show, especially if you're a Louisville fan. So stick around, and we'll see you in uh, 10 days, 12 days, however long it is. 1450 The Sports Bus. Show them how Kentucky do Oprah Freaks Classics Paint Kentucky Blue They say don't forget 2-7 No be hitting 2 Song call it blue Grand song call it purple I'ma call it home Take a shot of Tron Lay back in the lap And take 2 to the dome Ride from the bill To BG in my zone Let me hear you say High time Sitting by the river Got my old shotgun Fishing pole in my liquor Cause people always Trying to tell me How to run my life When they say I'm doing wrong And I swear I'm doing wrong